This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. My name's Peach, and for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooko. For today's episode, Peach has promised to record something for us without me involved. I'm currently somewhere without internet, so... Why I'm not right now, but I will be. Anyway, so basically he's going to record. He's never done this before. I do all the recording. He's going to record something for us. I don't know what it's going to be because I'm recording this before he sends his recording over. So let's find out together on today's episode of Spooko. Okay, guys, because it's just me driving, um, we get to be a little bit fun, a little bit silly, a little bit disorganized. Um, Look, Shag will be back next week and things can get back on the rails. But what we've done um, for this week is I found something that looks a little bit goofy and a little bit weird and a little bit fun. We're going to take a look at a 2020 English horror film called Amulet. And I think we're going to have a bit of a weird time talking about it. So why don't you join me in checking out the trailer? Should be pretty sick. Uh, if you've got a reshes, now's the time to crack it open and take a big old swig. There are many like you, Thomas, who seek refuge here. Try to make things bearable for them. She needs companionship. Mother won't like it. What's wrong with her? It has to be this way. I'm afraid. Did you kill people in the war? What is happening to me? How are you, Thomas? Settling in? Guys, if you didn't just watch the preview, you should go and watch it. This is going to be a little bit wild. Now, um, Amulet came out uh, earlier this year, 26 January 2020, uh, released in the US then in July this year. And look, obviously, just working through these details, things have been a bit bumpy with COVID. It's sitting on like an approval rating of 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. So good on it. Um the preview makes it feel like it's going to be about a thousand years long. Apparently it's only 99 minutes. We can probably thank our lucky stars that we're not watching the whole thing because, you know, 99 minutes is a lot longer than the perfect movie length of 88 minutes. Um, But we're going to work through it here. It's described by its producer, Matthew Wilkinson, as feminist horror. And um, I can understand why someone might hope to brand their work that way. Uh, and I haven't seen it, but the conclusion um, makes that a fairly complex reading as far as I'm concerned. So without wanting to wade into the politics of that, I think that's a reading on this film that needs an asterisk around it. A team, let's join in. Let's get a little bit atmospheric and let's dive into the adventure of Tomas. 
So we've got the film opening with ex-soldier Tomas unearthing an amulet in an outpost in the woods. And as the film develops, it becomes apparent that these woods are where he was stationed when he was in his former country. He eventually escaped and he comes to London as a refugee. And through the film, we see Thomas flashback to this time when um, he and a woman um, took shelter together after he spared her life. So we've got haunted Thomas makes his way to London as a refugee following the war. Now, by day, Thomas is a labourer. And then he's sleeping in a derelict building with other refugees. That building is set on fire and Tomas flees one night. He can't breathe from the smoke and he collapses in an alleyway. And then he is, I'll tap my nose, discovered by a nun. And we all trust nuns, don't we, when we see them in horror films. So don't worry, everything's going to be completely fine as we're about to find out. Now, our nun um, finds Tomas, takes him to a house, and explains that a young woman, Magda, and I should say the nun is played by Imelda Staunton, who, look, I've not seen this film, but having seen Imelda Staunton in other things, I'm sure she is completely amazing. But anyway, Tomas is brought to this house, um, so, and Imelda Staunton feeds Tomas uh, and explains that Magda, who's in the house, needs help with the house upkeep as she cares for her dying mother. So prepare to get a little bit spooked about the dying mother. At the start, we've got a tense relationship. Magda, the daughter, makes it clear she doesn't want Tomas, our refugee protagonist there, but he's trying to do his best to be of value in the house and prove that he's needed. He's trying to do maintenance work around the house. He's trying to help. But he remains haunted by visions of the war, as well as sounds of Magda's mother wailing in pain. Things get a bit weird when Tomas is fixing a water pipe and there's this bit that you'll see in the preview if you've seen it and he discovers a naked bat clogged in the toilet. It's still alive, right? So he pulls it out, kills it and tells Magda about it and Magda's pretty unfazed by the fact there's a naked bat in the toilet. And through this all, things are just starting to sort of get to a bit of a fairly firm simmer that we're being very, very atmospheric as Tomás is finding his way in this house. Over time, Tomás discovers Magda's mother upstairs is violent with Magda, seeing bite marks on her, and he sneaks into the room. And the mother appears to be rotting alive, but is still aggressive and monstrously strong. And over time, Tomás becomes protective of Magda and tries to encourage her to go out on the town. And there's an almost kiss, but Tamaz reins himself in, having flashbacks to the woman in the woods we met at the start of the film. And that's probably the end of the the end of the beginning, because then things start to ramp up. You're going to look forward to this Wikipedia sentence, right? So while spying on Magna in the attic with her mother, pretty strong opening to the sentence, Tomaz sees the mother giving birth to one of the bat creatures that he found in the toilet. And when she gives birth to it, Magda steps on it and crushes it, explaining that, it, look, giving birth to bat creatures is just something that happens from time to time or, or constantly, as Wikipedia says, and they must immediately be killed. Tomás then turns to Imelda Staunton and says, look, <laughs> what's going on? And Imelda explains that the mum is a demon 
and Magda is in charge of keeping the demon contained. Tomas tries to kill the demon by stabbing her in the throat, but she retaliates by biting him, and it isn't until he cuts off her head that the demon is killed. When the demon dies, Tomas realises it was actually a man. Now, that's a bizarre sentence that I can't account for having not seen the film, but that's Wikipedia for you. Imelda gets back home after the death. She's dressed in normal clothing and explains everything. Um, she turns out she's not a nun and that they planned to trap Tomas to be the demon's new host. Remember, the demon was rotting, as we learned before. The amulet that Tomas found in the name of the film was actually a goddess, and that goddess had taken the form of Magda, so get your trippy hat on, <laughs> and then keep, keep your trippy hat going when Tomas suddenly becomes very ill, finds a giant seashell in a room and crawls inside it. He then sees Magda take the form of a goddess who explains to Tomas that he will be a good mother. We then... <laughs> things are escalating, so strap yourselves in and have a sip of that rashes. We then see Tomas' belly growing at some speed. Blood pours from his crotch and get ready for the end of this sentence, suggesting he is transforming into a woman. So Tomas is making that uh, that transformation that that, that that many people associate with taking too much psilocybin or something like that, of, of being a man experiencing giving birth. But Magda escapes with Tomas and gives the woman that Tomas turns out to have raped at the start of the film. So that extremely upsetting fact is held to the end. Magda gives the amulet to her and tells her never to forget what happened. She then drives away with Tomas in a car to find a new home. Um, team, that's Amulet. It's a film that, despite Imelda Staunton's amazing presence, I've got no desire to watch because the trailer was very good <laughs> and I now know what the plot is. Um, sorry for the mini episode this week, guys. This is what happens when we lose Shag, who is the beating heart and soul of this podcast. I really, really appreciate your time. Hope you got some loved ones nearby and perhaps a cheeky long neck of rashes. I'll look back. Well, in the future, I'll look back, but for the moment, I'll look forward to um, hanging out, getting a little bit spooked out soon uh, when we've got Shag's company as well. Boom. Uh, this was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe, and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up? But Ned, I know it's not a lot of us, but I could tell him. But Ned, I know it's not a lot of us, but I could tell him.